This is Miles, and you're listening to Talking with Beauties. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Talking with Beauties, episode 25. I know it's been a long time since we've had an episode. Just been taking a little bit of a break, trying to do a lot of uh, personal stuff, especially with uh, school right now. So we're back with an episode. Quick episode, though. We're going to talk about all things Sweet 16, talk about who uh, who's doing well in the Talking With Beauties group, and talking about who's going to be winning the, the Elite Eight, which is coming up tomorrow. So hopefully you guys are checking this out right now. Um, let's get straight into it. So we had Michigan State versus Kansas State starting it off. Kansas State won in overtime, 98-93. And one player I got I to gotta shout out here, Marquise Noel. Absolutely outstanding game. The guy is 5'8", I believe. Smallest guy in the tournament. Um, and put up 19 assists. The guy's crazy with assists. You give him time and space, he's going to find somebody. Kansas State pulled off a great game. Uh, Michigan State played really well, too. They just could not put a ball up in the last – uh, they had a chance for a shot, could not get the ball up, turned it into a turnover. Um, they Kansas State took it down, scored, and that was the end of the game. So Kansas State moves on with a five-point victory here. Then we had UConn versus Arkansas, and UConn controlled the whole game from the very beginning. They won 88-65 over Arkansas. They move on very comfortably and look like they might be the team to beat now. Then we had FAU versus Tennessee. FAU's rolling nine seed past Tennessee 62-55. Really squashed my prediction from last week, which I thought Tennessee could be a championship caliber team, and they just did not show up for this game. The Owls move on past. Then we had another great game rounding out the day one of Sweet 16s. We had Gonzaga versus UCLA. Gonzaga comes up with the 79-76 victory. UCLA beat themselves up, though. Uh, at one point, they were shot fit five for 22 in the second half, and Gonzaga was down by 13 going into halftime. So UCLA had the possession um, from the first half, had the had the lead, really just need to continue on with the steady scoring. They could not score, so tough loss for the Bruins. Um, a lot of a lot of people had them uh, not making it past Gonzaga, but end up winning the the tournament. So tough for all those play, uh, people. Honestly, tough for me. I liked UCLA a lot. I thought they were a good team. Uh, was able to see them once this year in person and thought they had a championship caliber team as well. But just like Tennessee, they dropped. Um, but this one was a very good game, very good back and forth near the end and a uh, very exciting ending. And we went on to day two. We had Alabama, the, the tournament favorite, going up against San Diego State. And the Aztecs did the exact opposite of what I thought. I thought they weren't going to be ready. They They had an easy... Uh, path to Alabama, and Alabama dominated the two teams they played. They didn't show up. They lost 71-64. Alabama goes home empty-handed. Another one, number one seed down, and that left only one team left in the one seed, which was Houston and Miami. And Miami beats Houston 89-75. Miami, uh, men's and women's brackets, are killing it. The women's team going into the Elite Eight. The men's team going into the Elite Eight. Outstanding by both uh, basketball Basketball programs, Miami moving on with the 89-75 victory. Then we had Crichton versus the Cinderella Princeton, and the clock struck 12 for Princeton. The 15 seed goes home 86-75. Um, honestly, uh, I thought Crichton's 
a a team that's not going to be worried about them too much. I thought maybe Princeton's going to be a little bit scary, a little bit like, oh, are, are we sure about this kind of team? But Crichton comes in. They win by 11. Great run by Princeton, though. Just want to say that Princeton definitely deserved every, every win that they had. Um, they beat Arizona in the first round, 59-55, and they beat Missouri 78-63. Great wins. Um, don't know how much they're going to be remembered. That's a very good question that I've kind of been thinking about. I feel like they're going to be remembered for a little bit, but I don't know compared to like teams like St. Peter's. But they'll definitely go down in the history books as another great Cinderella run. And lastly, it ended with Xavier and Texas. And Texas controlled the game from the very beginning. They go home, or they sent Xavier home. 83-71 victory for the Longhorns. Xavier had a tough matchup. Um, I thought Xavier was a good team. They were going to be able to get past Texas. Uh, ended up proving me wrong. So Texas moves on, and uh, they don't have to face Houston now. So maybe they got themselves a better, better matchup going up against Miami in the Elite Eight. So let's look at the, the Talking With Beauties groups. So in first place, we got Barba. He's got 450 points, but he maxed out on his points. He had his champion, Houston, go out. So he is done for the tournament, 450 points. Second place is me, 440 points. Um, 550 remaining, which is second in the in the group. But unfortunately, my champion's gone as well. I had Houston... Uh, getting into the championship game and winning. So we'll see if I can get any more points. Hopefully I can get those those last 520, though. Third place, we have Bryce at 410. He's also maxed out on his, his points, and he also had Houston. So the top three people in the group had Houston moving on, and all of us are empty-handed without a champion now. Then we had Joseph. He's got 400 points. He's maxed out on his points. He had UCLA winning it all. So another champion gone. Then we have Connor, 390 points. He's maxed out on his points. He had Arizona uh, back in the first round, so he's already knows he's got a tough road. Uh, but now that he's maxed out, he's done. We have Jill, 390 points. She also maxed out uh, at 390. Her champion was UCLA. They go home empty-handed. Unfortunately, I thought her bracket was going to be one of the best ones left, but ended up having a big nosedive after the round of 64s. Kettler, 380 points. He's maxed out. His champion was Duke, so he is staying put. Along with my dad, 380 points. He's maxed out. And UCLA was his champion. So everybody's champion is gone that we've mentioned, which is very tough. We had UCLA, Arizona, Houston, and Duke. All very championship-caliber teams, teams that definitely could have won, teams that definitely were favorites uh, for some some, uh, analysis guys out there. So... We'll move on, though. Laner, 370 points. He already maxed out. His champion was Houston. Briggsy, 360 points. He's not maxed out, though. 440 points remaining. He has uh, Texas moving on into the Final Four, so he can get a few more points there, but that will be it because his champion was Arizona. And in last place, 310 points, Kyle, he is not maxed out yet. He's got 870 points remaining. He's got Houston. That's his last fighting hope when it comes to these these teams. Houston is his champion as well. So if Houston can make a deep run, he'll leapfrog everybody and turn into uh, the champ of this one. So it will be very interesting to see if Miami is able to move past. But I don't know. Um, 
I don't know. Miami has been up and down, so uh, they, they've been dominating recently, but I don't know if I can trust them. But they beat a team like Houston, which is I thought I could trust Houston. So maybe, uh, maybe I should take a, a closer look at Miami. All right, let's get quickly. We got four games starting on Saturday and Sunday, two and two. So start off with the first game, Florida Atlantic versus Kansas State. I got Kansas State winning this one. They're a great team. Um, if you give um, Noel time and space to make the passes, he's going to make those passes. And I think FAU is not as good as, as Michigan State. I think Kansas State is going to control the game much better, um, and they're going to send the Owls home. But a great run by the Owls. I think their road ends here. We have UConn versus Gonzaga. This is going to be the best game of the Elite Eight, hands down. I think this is going to be the best game. I got UConn moving on. I'm rolling with my Huskies. I think the Huskies are the best team left. So I'm rolling with them until they're gone. I think the Huskies are going to win this one. Gonzaga is going to put a, a great fight. It's going to be a one-score game, I think, as well, just like the UCLA game, uh, which I called to be one of the best games left um, in the Sweet 16. So I got UConn moving on, though. Then we move on to Sunday. We got Crichton versus San Diego State. I got Crichton moving on. I still like the the Jays. I think they're just a little bit better than the Aztecs. And they got themselves a very lucky role. Um, they didn't have to face Arizona. They didn't have to face Alabama. So, And and they beat a team like Baylor. So I'm very excited to see the Crichton uh, Blue Jays move forward. And I, I think the Aztecs, their end, their end is here. And lastly, we got Miami versus Texas. I got Miami. I'm going with Kyle's pick. I like Miami in this one. Uh, they're they're proving that there are teams to, to be reckoned with. Everybody thought they were going to be gone against Drake. And most of my brackets, I had Drake moving on, so I didn't even have Miami close to this point. Um, and then I had Indiana beating Miami in that case too. And Indiana didn't show up, and Miami dominated that game. So I think Miami's a, a team that we can't be overlooking anymore. I think the Hurricanes move past the Longhorns and they move into the Final Four. So then that would leave us with Texas versus UConn and Creighton versus uh, Kansas State. I think this will be a great Final Four. Definitely not a textbook Final Four. I don't think anybody would have those those teams in there, especially if even if mine are wrong and all the, the losers that I have losing win. I don't think anybody would have any of those teams, all those teams in there too. So will be very interesting to see uh, who, who's going to make it in the Final Four. ESPN did post, though, one person out of all these brackets made a perfect um, Sweet 16 uh, picks and had a, a perfect Elite Eight, if that makes sense. So I, they had the, all the winners of the Sweet 16s correct, which is amazing because who would have guessed that we would have had Miami versus Texas San Diego State versus Crichton, Florida Atlantic versus Kansas State, and UConn versus Gonzaga all in the same bracket. I could see where you get some of these matchups, but not all in one bracket. So whoever that was, hats off to you. Great job. I don't know if you were lucky. I don't know if you actually thought that one through, but great work out of, out of you. And that'll do it for this podcast. Very quick episode. Thank you guys for listening. I'm going to get back into uh, – the normal podcast format. So we're going to do Wednesday news on uh, this upcoming Wednesday. We're going to do um, April, April 1st is the final four. So we'll do a, a reaction to that. And then the championship game is April, April 3rd. So we'll also do a reaction to that as well. So we're going to have a little bit extra 
episodes. Maybe I'll get a, a couple guests on. And then baseball is going to start up. So we're, we're going to try and talk a little bit about baseball too. So we got a lot going on. So we got Wednesday news. We got reactions and we got baseball talk all coming up in the coming weeks. So look forward to that, guys. And I'll talk to you guys later. Have an awesome weekend.